Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to another episode of Secret Artists, funny people doing art, what's not to love. I'm your host, Annie McGrath, and I'm joined today by the fantastic actor, Eleanor Matsura, whose chosen activity for the podcast was candle magic, which I didn't realise was a thing until we started recording. I loved talking to Eleanor. We chatted about her various TV appearances, including her starring role in The Walking Dead, which has just had its COVID-delayed season 10 finale. We also chatted about art, of course, and about a massive commission I recently did for Eleanor's husband's 50th birthday, which is now up in their kitchen. And if you're interested, you can see a photo of it on my Instagram page, at mcgrah.art. Enjoy the episode, and if you want to see what this candle magic madness looks like, then follow us on Instagram and Twitter, at secretartpod. This is my okay. worst part of the podcast. It feels a bit strange reading like a biography to your face, but I love it. Can't wait. Okay. Eleanor Matsura is an excellent actor, best known for her roles in The Walking Dead, Sherlock, Spooks the Greater Good, Utopia, and Cuffs. Aside from her extensive television and film appearances, Eleanor is highly regarded in the world of theatre. She trained at the Royal Central School of Speech and Drama and has been in numerous West End shows, as well as performing for the Royal Shakespeare Company. I'm very excited about Eleanor coming on the podcast because we met through the medium of art. Yeah, we did. We did. (laughs) Slash Uh, Instagram. Yeah, I know. Is that really weird to say now that people have met through Instagram? Because I've actually met quite a few people now through Instagram and I I always feel like I'm of the generation that still finds it weird. I find it weird, definitely. Yeah, like I still find it like, oh, is that a bit creepy that like, you know, I, I stalked you through Instagram and met you and everyone's, you know, people now are like younger people. Are like, no, yeah. not at all. But I'm still like, oh, I feel like it's 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 weird. I remember when I reached out to you on Instagram and I was really apologetic. I was like, hi, sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just really love your art. So uh... <laughs> yeah, never apologize for saying that. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. So Eleanor reached out to, on reached out to me on Instagram. Um, so I got the pleasure of doing a commission for her husband's 50th birthday yeah so it's the biggest painting I've ever done it's like six foot wide three foot tall and it was so fun because I feel like we worked quite collaboratively on it we did did. normally when people give me a commission to do it's quite like it, it well it depends on the person but often it's like here's a photo can you do a sort of representation of it but I feel like we got quite imaginative and sort yeah. of used um, Wes Anderson as inspiration for like the colours and yeah. symmetry. Yeah, like I um, gave you, I gave you like some, some 
things and um, like sentimental uh, memories or like steered you mm-hmm. in the direction to know of certain things that I thought would really work for um, for to, to sort of be added as ideas into a painting. But I really had yeah. no idea about what that was going to look like. Um, and I just remember looking at your work and there was, you know, I love, really, truly love all of your paintings. There were certain ones that really jumped out. And I was like, I know, I know that, um, that my husband's really going to love that. So, uh, so yeah. I hope so we, he does. I'm, I know, I'm, I'm so excited. excited. Yeah. This is, this is the wall where it will go. I know, I thought that when yeah. I saw you sitting, it's your kitchen, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. it's going to go hopefully in pride of place. Yeah, exactly. It? At the moment, it looks a bit like um, a sort of, wall that like a 90s comedian would stand in front of. Do you know what I mean like those weird yeah. walls um, that's why we need to get some some really lovely uh, oh I like it love a bit of exposed brick yeah, in the house. Exactly. yeah 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 it's nice. real trendy yeah yeah yeah. Really trendy. yeah yeah um but yeah the photos you sent me were beautiful they were from your honeymoon is that right in Myanmar right yeah uh, Myanmar Burma um and yeah we went what was that must have been 2013 and it was the most magical uh trip and we just got like you know we 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 had the most incredible memories but also I remember the the place was unlike anywhere I'd ever been before and we took the most amazing photographs there because everything just looked like a some sort of oil painting or yeah beautiful um like filtered picture which is a terrible thing to say because of course it wasn't filtered it was real life but it looked like the kind of thing you'd see you know you'd see on on instagram all filtered up but it was just so naturally gorgeous and Hmm. um rich and uh yeah and so i i i I wanted to incorporate some of those images that we have yeah they're beautiful but i remember when you sent them to me i was like i felt a bit strange about recreating them because they felt like artworks in themselves like they're such beautiful photographs um, but yeah, yeah but fingers crossed he likes it anyway. Oh, I think he's going to love it. Oh, yeah. I think he's going to absolutely love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, usually on this podcast, I get the guests to um, decide on a sort of muse for us to draw or paint whilst we have a chat. Um, and But you've come up with this sort of different <laughs> <laughs> idea, I which I love. I was thinking. Um, so yeah. <laughs> Eleanor emailed me this morning and was like, <laughs> how do you feel about candle dressing, like dressing candles? And I was like, absolutely no idea what it is, but I'm into it. I've been doing this thing recently, which is like, um, which is, I think you can call it candle dressing or you can call it candle magic. And I realise, you know, saying it, I probably sound a bit (laughs) insane. So that's why I like emailed you really cautiously. Like, oh God, Annie, I just like, look, I've got this idea. It's what I've been doing. And I don't know if it counts as art, but it's definitely artsy it's crafty and uh it requires you know creativity and a little not skill but like you know a little bit of um intention with what you're with with, you know how creative you're being uh and you're an actor and it's like dressing the candela like a character Yeah, exactly and so I was like you know what this is what I'd be doing anyway like I've been I've spent a lot of time these last few weeks really getting into it um and I just thought, well, considering I'd be doing that anyway, maybe it just—I just had a light bulb moment. I was like, oh, maybe yeah. we should do, maybe we should do that. Um, I and- love that you're like, well, that's what I'd be doing anyway, as if that's really <laughs> obvious. <laughs> what else would you be doing if you weren't doing a, ca- a podcast? Do you know dressing what? Candles. Like, absolutely, yeah, dressing candles. Also, like, kind of absolutely nothing. Like this year's been so weird in terms of you know, yeah. like everything, but work not happening, and I and you know, 
I have a two and a half year old, so I've been pretty busy being a mum and running around after her. But aside from that, everything just feels really topsy-turvy at the moment mm-hmm. and really um, all over the place. And I found myself in this kind of crossroads, I suppose, in, in my life where I sort of really don't know what I want to do and where I want to go and what I want to, you know, I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm just in a sort of place where I'm curious about what the next stage in, in life brings. Yeah. And, um, and with that, you know, sometimes comes a lot of anxiety about, you know, like what's around the corner and, and uncertainty and stuff. And I have a really, really good friend who's very like witchy woo and um, someone who I love and trust very, very much. And she was like, listen, just, just start like channeling like your focus and try sort of like, try this. I, I, I do like mm-hmm. candle magic and I'll just like, just try it. And I was like, okay. So I've been doing that for the past um, like week and a half two weeks amazing and, and have and you found it's helped channel your anxiety I think so I think it has because at the very least I guess it's a distraction isn't it from exactly exactly life. and it does feel like a point of focus like if you're somebody who likes to meditate or, or do anything like that you know mm-hmm. it is quite meditative and, and and it is like you said a point of focus to sort of channel in your intentions I tell you who would love this. Do you, have you met Lou Sanders before? No, I haven't. Um, she's a comedian who's also been on the podcast. She's great, but she's very into spirituality and crystals. And I think this would be bang up her street. Oh my gosh, I have to find her. I have to yeah. find her and we have to chat chat spells and shit. <laughs> yeah, she'd love it. Yeah, Actually, Mae Martin's quite into spells and sort of burning your... Um, what's that thing where you burn like your in- intention, not intentions, the opposite of yeah. intentions probably. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, also, like you can burn. It's really good, like burning stuff away. Exactly, like negative energy. So, like, like for example, over you can't see this now. I'll turn over in a minute. But like over there, Mm -hmm. I've got. um, This is going to sound really dark. I've got a black candle burning with a mirror like facing towards my neighbor's house because I've basically (laughs) got this neighbor who is an absolute (laughs) prick, and um, he is just kind of been causing us a lot of trouble recently so you do something really simple like you light a black candle turn a mirror towards his house and just and is is trevor your husband is he into the sort of negative energy stuff as well or i think does he just let you get on with it i think he's letting me get on with it right now i think he i think he's maybe slightly worried he kind of started looking at me like okay there's a lot of candles that have suddenly started appearing in the house he's keeping an eye on it definitely yeah yeah he's just like letting me do my thing i can tell he's sort of like why is that there and why have we suddenly got mirrors reflecting back you know like he's he's definitely noticing it and uh, has been very politely just letting me crack on but um it's been a tough year for everyone (laughs) we're surviving surviving the only way we know how which is candle magic apparently Um, i've learned so much already um and what candle have you got have you got a figurative one so like you can have like a little cheap tea light like this like that's Mm -hmm. totally fine and i take like a plate so i've just got like um a disposable this is like a biodegradable like paper uh plate um and if you don't have like a disposable plate you could make you could put like some foil over you know over just like a ceramic yeah. plate or whatever i've got um, this little glass dish oh look perfect that's it's quite small though perfect. but i also had no idea what we were doing yes, so that's true. <laughs> i just sort of grabbed something that i was like yeah a candle can go on that 
I can look and totally go on that. And there's yeah. enough room to sort of dress stuff around it. Because essentially yeah. what you're doing is you're like making like a little altar, I suppose. It's okay. like a little kind of um, area uh, where your candle will burn with a particular intention. And you want to sort of surround it mm. with all the, the, with things to sort of help the intention kind of really like burn well. So, yeah. um, so like I've got this plate here, which is like about whatever, I don't know. 12, 12 inches across something like that and I've got it so it's disposable so I don't have to worry about like ruining you know a nice ceramic plate and then I'm going to take like let me see I've been burning so many candles that I've actually been kind of <laughs> run out of like white candles okay so I'm going to use a pink one I love this image of you just spending a week just sort of burning candles while your daughter's at nursery <laughs> I know it's so weird and now like I don't know if you ever if you're like this if you ever really get into something or you get like I, I will, I will really get into something for like a period of time and like really give it all that I've, that I've got. And I hope this doesn't, you know, <laughs> dwindle out, but yeah. I tend to sort of really go for it. And so to the point where like, I've been burning so many candles, I get a little bit freaked out if one of them goes out and, and I haven't got one lit wow. as soon as I in. I know. And then I start to think, I start to get a bit paranoid. Like, oh God, what if something really awful happens if I don't like, can't, I'm mean, look. And it does your smoke alarm work just from a sort of safety point of view? Oh, yeah, it does. No, it does. Right. That's a really good point. And also if you are really paranoid and insane, I mean, obviously that's, I would say like even these like plates and stuff, like obviously like cover them in foil, don't leave them in a place, like yeah. don't leave them unattended and like go out while a candle's burning <laughs> yeah. in your house. Yeah, if you're doing this at home, then just, <laughs> just be careful. <laughs> if you're doing this at home if you're doing it this at home basically first of all find someone else that can explain this to you better um because i'm clearly unqualified but i'm going to carry on explaining it to you regardless so i'm going to take this like so i'm going to use mine as like a pink candle okay it's like a really calming color and it's like really really nice and whatever mm-hmm. first of all i have to try and figure out a way of sticking it onto the plate but maybe yeah. i can do that later maybe i can burn it like melt some wax onto the plate and sort of stick it yeah, that's a good idea. What I mean, so I'll figure that out in a second. But what I might do is carve um, something into it that I really want to. That is part of this idea of like protection and mm-hmm. um, kind of calmness and happiness in my house. So, like one yeah. of the things I could do is carve like write uh, the names of all my family on it. I could write my name, my husband's name, my daughter's name. Yeah, my cat's names if I wanted to, you know, just put everybody there on the candle. And then I could put like, I don't know, um, like a word that I keep coming back to at the moment is um, alignment. So like, because everything is a little bit out of sorts and wobbly in my life at the moment, a lot of the things that I keep coming back to is like, okay, what, what am I really what really makes me happy? What, what is sort of the true, what's my true reason for, for being here? You know, what, what, what kind of work do I want to do? What kind of mum do I want to be? Do I sound insane? I mean, I basically, this is no. the kind of thoughts that I've been having. So all of that stuff comes back to like aligning everything with like my true yeah. self or my true kind of purpose. Um, so I might put that word on it. I might put like alignment on it and I'll know yeah. what that means um, mm-hmm. in terms of why I'm burning this candle. So if that kind of makes any sort of sense to you, then that's yeah, what I love I'll, it. I'll, I'll I'll do. You'll so like be carving you, that something like that. Also, I know in your email you said we could um, put sort of rose petals around yeah. it. Yeah, and I happened to so two of my best friends were supposed to get married in June, but obviously couldn't lockdown. Yeah. So 
I'd been making all this confetti for them. Um, so I weirdly do have a lot of spare oh flower God, castles. So perfect. So I've got this box for Sophie and Ed. Their wedding's now next June, so I think it will probably go mouldy by then. But I don't yeah. even see that. So that's Thank a different you. Oh, like, that's oh. so beautiful. Yeah, put some petals around there. So things like that would be good, especially if if you're, well, what are you dedicating your altar to? Maybe that's a better question. I wonder whether I should dedicate it to Sophie and Ed for their wedding. Oh, that that's didn't a happen. brilliant idea. That um, is a brilliant idea. Um, yeah, that would be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, that would be really <laughs> lovely. Because then, so then, you know, you can imagine if uh, if you're dedicating it to sort of, to love really right love and and love. hope and all those things yeah. all those things that you want at a wedding which is you know love uh, in the face of adversity yes exactly has been. exactly so then things like rose petals perfect for that um, mm. i mean you know, really you can do anything but like things like rose petals perfect what's also really great is um salt so like if you if oh you yeah salt. around the rim or like a, you know just around the edges or a circle mm. sort of around the edge of the the plate because um, salt is really, um, it's known for being very protective and very uh, cleansing and sort of warding mm. off, that, you know, keeping bad things out, you know, I think really sort of my basic description of it, but like basically, you know, old school keeping, keeping away the bad vibes. Yeah. So, yeah. You're supposed to throw salt in the, over your left shoulder in the eye of the devil, aren't you? That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, it's a really powerful and really like easy way to, to you know, kind of create that sort of vibe. So you, you can mm. sprinkle salt all around the edge. I've got like, I've got some sea salt here in my little pot. Hi. Of course so, like, you I can, have. Of course I have. <laughs> she's, been, she's been dressing candles for a week now, guys. Of course <laughs> she's got some salt in a pot. Not um, your first candle. Exactly. This ain't my first time at the candle <laughs> dressing shop. Um, okay, so I've just carved my daughter's name into here. I'm do my husband's name. Did you find creative things and art generally quite sort of therapeutic? It seems oh, like you do. Yeah, yeah I really do. I really um, don't do it a lot. I miss it terribly. Um, mm. I say miss it. I don't have anything that I go to. And I think, um, yeah. actually, I think I'd really, I'd really benefit from it. I'd love to learn how to paint or draw properly. Mm. Um, it's such a brilliant thing to do. I just haven't, I just haven't, I never think to do it, you know? Yeah. Uh, You've been quite busy as well. With I've the been whole... busy. Walking it's... Dead. Yeah, killing zombies. Yeah, and um, was that really fun to be in? Yeah, it is fun to be in. It's it's it feels, oh God, I don't know. It feels really surreal talking about it at the moment because mm. it's just so. I you know I I would have been there right now shooting um, season yeah. eleven and you know close to finishing it and um, but with, with it uh, everything happening this year, mm. all of it's been basically pushed to next year. And it sort of feels like, because I shoot it in Georgia um, mm. uh, and, you know, I've spent the whole of this year at home in, in the UK, you know, it feels like some sort of fever dream or something. Like, I don't yeah, like, like, it's not actually. It, yeah, yeah, I feel like, is that, do I really do that? Is that really a thing I do? Oh, yeah, sometimes I'm in yeah. Georgia and I, I do that zombie thing, you know. Um, yes, it does feel very surreal. <laughs> but, it is, but it is fun, you know. It's, a, yeah. it's definitely a cool, it's one of the cooler jobs um, that I've had just because it's you know by virtue of just being able to run around with a bow and arrow and like oh yeah I mean things. that's everyone's 
dream job I think isn't it yeah like it's not bad yeah. it's not a bad it's a ridiculous way to make money but you know it's not bad and and I do I do enjoy it so um and did you were you a fan of it before you got cast in it did you watch nope. it Never watched a single episode. I mean, obviously, I told them that I did. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I love this show. I watched it all, <laughs> all the time. I hadn't watched a single episode. And then I... Speed-watched. Um, I speed-watched. series. Which is a lot. That is, is a, a lot. lot of episodes. And it's like... Um, I, well, what was cool about it was it's very bingeable, the show. So... I didn't have much time when mm. I found out I got the part. And by the time I started the job, I think I had something like three weeks really um, to kind of prepare. So I watched a lot of Walking Dead in a, in a short space of time. Yeah, three weeks isn't very long to prepare yeah. for a show like that. Yeah, exactly. It was really, it was really mad. And, you know, we were moving country because I, you know, my daughter was, she wasn't even one yet. So mm. my, you know, I had to go with my whole family it was like we were doing a massive family move over to America and it was all really stressful but anyway in the middle of yeah. it I had to like kind of binge watch The Walking Dead and um even though it was quite a lot to take on it was also like kind of cool to finish it and step right into the show Definitely, it was like there was yeah. something quite lovely about kind of going oh I'm okay I'm part of this world and then I literally got off the plane and walked onto set and felt like I just stepped into the show which was yeah that's which cool. is actually really cool like, yeah. guys I've just been watching this show yeah I was like oh my gosh it's you yeah. <laughs> I just saw you on the show there's quite yeah. heavy, heavy sort of artistry involved in the show as well I would say like all the zombies makeup and it's, it's visually yeah. very arty isn't it it is yeah yeah the 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 um the makeup on the show is pretty incredible I have to say mm. I'm actually surprised they haven't won a bunch of stuff or been nominated for a bunch of stuff like not that that shit really matters but you know so what they do, what they accomplish is yeah, incredible. incredible, you know, yeah. um, they, the, the, what, the time and the, and the skill and the detail that goes into mm-hmm. each individual walker, um, you know, they're always really inventive as well. They're like the walker. So that's like a, their word for zombie, a walker yeah. who's like been washed up on the beach. So they'll, they'll spend, you know, the art department will spend weeks and weeks getting the, the, the bloating of the face and the decay of the eyes and the skin kind of hanging off really working mm. and that or they'll make a sort of suit and put it on top of an extra or um, not an extra but you know somebody who's playing the the walker yeah. um a supporting artist I think thank you thank you the supporting artist yeah. forgot my forgot my the terminology then um this is how long it's been in lockdown uh, I can't even remember the words but yeah uh you know, you see the final, the final image, even without, you know, a bit of CGI sprinkled on top or, or, you know, it's incredible. It really, Mm. they are pieces of art. They're absolutely extraordinary. So this is the bit where you're actually dressing the candle. Dressing the candle basically means like, literally like this, like say I put a couple of drops of lavender oil. Because when you said dressing the candle, I am so ignorant. And I thought you meant, I imagined like Sylvanian family clothes like putting a little so I actually brought some sort of wrapping paper because I thought I might have to cut out like a t-shirt and a bra out oh my god that's amazing (laughs) which maybe I should still do maybe you should still do that like and I brought some ribbon (gasps) that's perfect ribbon's perfect so maybe I will just dress it up yeah yeah of human clothes here's the here's the thing this is what makes it like a Slovenian family dressing that's really cute and also like 
I should have thought of that too. I have a bunch of Sylvanian families stuck. My kids, Sylvanian families close next door. Anyway, but this is what dressing actually means. It looks really phallic. So I really, really apologize. Basically <laughs> what you want to do is get the oil on the candle and do this. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, who's taught you to do this? I'm not sure how legit this is. <laughs> And we've got Eleanor Matsura here, <laughs> wanking off a candle. I'm just wanking off a candle, guys. <laughs> Basically, you do this. And, and I, wait, I have to explain this. Your so, kid's out of the room, right, when you do this? I, I told check. you she's outside. I left her outside. She'll be fine. <laughs> guys, I'm a great parent. Um, so, so going... <laughs> <laughs> I can't take this seriously. I'm sorry. I've got to explain it. I mean, you've got to let me explain it because otherwise it will just look like I'm wanking off candle. So, okay. Yeah. So, look, the point being, you have to go from like the, the base <laughs> to the tip, the shaft, the shaft yeah. to the tip, right? And mm-hmm. that means like you want more of something. So, you're like, you're like, that's like your like abundance or alignment. If you were doing like a hex or like, uh, you know, like, bad juju like I was talking about the neighbor you go down because you want to reduce something so you want to reduce their energy coming and reduce the size of the candle exactly right gonna really <laughs> to get it up is to just get it down make it flaccid yeah <laughs> okay I just want to establish that that's what dressing a candle I, is um, anyway I love have, that demonstration have fun with your with your <laughs> with your ribbon <laughs> yeah I know god I feel so sort of twee no, and innocent no. now no like I, I'm gonna put some clothes on mine and you're fully lubing up a... I'm just like lubing up I just wanks off a candle on your podcast <laughs> yeah no one's ever done that before weirdly I mean it's so weird that that hasn't happened before gosh yeah. <laughs> I can't believe what? I'm the first it's so bizarre <laughs> okay I, by the way I watched the spooks spooks the greater good it was oh, so good you? yeah I really <laughs> loved it oh, did you that's so <laughs> funny um I uh, I had a nice time on that show. That was really, I really did the show, film. You had such film. a fun part. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Running around. Playing, and... I'm always playing like, uh, yeah, like the kind of po-faced, like, I oh, want, wow, this is bad. I used to call, I used to say that I used to play you two characters, basically. I'd always play like yeah. a bitch in a suit or a prostitute. Like for years, those were the two roles that I would always play. Why and, do you um, think that is? It's because of my cold, mean face. <laughs> it's because of my cold, cold heart and my mean, mean face. Um, I don't know. I think they're just sort of naturally those kind of roles. I, I you know, I look the way the, the way I look, the my demeanor. I don't know. They, those are the roles I'd always get cast as. And then mm. once you do a few of them, I suppose people get used to you uh, doing it and want to get you back for for more of that kind of vibe. You know, yeah. so. So it did get a little bit repetitive after a while, but with Spooks, at least I was like, I felt like I had a bit more of, they'd written her as a bit more well-rounded and I had like a little bit yeah. more of her. There was, she was more human than just, you know, uh, jobs worth in a suit, trying to like yeah. do good. Um, powerful, sassy. Yeah. Although I liked that there was no like romantic interest because I felt at one point, like, was it your character in Kit Harrington? Yeah. I was like, they're going to fuck. I know, right? <laughs> but always. I quite like that, you know. Yes. Yeah. W- women don't always have to, you know, be having sex with the male lead. Me too. I, I, I Honestly, I, I'm so relieved of that as well. And I remember mm. that being a conversation that was had, you know. Oh, really? Um, yeah, because I think, you know, my character, 
I think it was written originally as a man and then they changed it. And then, you know, there's the obvious discussion of like, oh, well, if, you know, there's a man and a woman working together, obviously oh there's got to be sexual tension. And it was like, no, there doesn't. There doesn't have to be actually. They could just yeah. be two colleagues working together, you know. Yeah, exactly. Just, or if it was a male part, they could also have a, you know, romantic interest. Exactly. Exactly that. And I think, um, I think, you know, even now I wonder how, like if something like Spooks of the Greater Good would still be made, like maybe, you know, there's less interest now to sort of have a film like that with um, two white leads, two white male mm. leads. Like, uh, you know, I don't know if that's true. There's probably a bunch of stuff being made with loads of white men running around. Oh, yeah. Being white men, I'm but sure. like, I'm sure. But, you know, I just think it was, they they changed, they, they, they started to become aware of like, okay, my character was originally meant to be a guy. Let's change it to a woman. Let's make sure it's not a white woman. And so, you know, I had, I think they were trying to be as sort of attentive to uh, my character being, I don't know, not typical, not sort of uh, yeah. cliche as possible when I came on board. So that was kind of mm. cool. It was cool that I got yeah. to, to, great. to, thanks mate. That's nice. Yeah. I had a good time. I, I never, you know, I haven't watched, game of thrones at all so i don't know whether that was stood in my favor working with kit or not but mm. um i could see people going absolutely bananas for him like and i remember thinking that's so strange like are you a game of thrones person no i have literally have never seen it and i have feel you tried? like no i actually haven't tried i feel like it's one of those things that i'm beyond the point like i don't i mean i say i don't know where to start i'd start at the <laughs> series one episode one but you know and it feels like such a massive yeah. commitment yeah I totally agree I was like and I, I know I, that it's supposed to be amazing and I know everyone talks about it but I mean okay I'm glad that you haven't either Full disclosure I have tried but I couldn't <gasps> get into it I tried really? I tried after so like I, I really had no interest before I you know when you whisper we're still recording by the way I know, I know. you can't hear me right <laughs> if I say it really quietly they'll never know um but well just on the off chance that Kit Harrington is listening to this I mean mm. no I really didn't watch it before I went with mm -hmm. him on spooks and then I thought afterwards I'm gonna give that a go and honestly I got a few episodes in and I was like nah it's yeah, not, for, not me. for you. It doesn't yeah. sound like it's for me but then a lot of people say oh I didn't think it was for me either but I actually really got into it so it's yeah. nice to hear someone say the opposite <laughs> Yeah, I am. I am a lone voice. I am the salmon swimming upstream. I just, just not for me. I just was like, oh, dragons, oh, yawn. Yeah. Whatever. Like, it's such a relief, though, isn't it, when you find a series that you don't actually like? So you're like, yeah. great, that's one that I don't have to commit to. Yeah. yeah. You have to burn a candle for a Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, I will. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. 
Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. I'm putting a bra on mine whilst oh That is the cutest bra I've ever seen. Is that a bra of birds? A bra Love of it. birds, yeah. Oh my God, that's the sweetest thing. But I haven't done the full strap, so it'll just have to sort of float on top of the boobs. That's right. There you go. That's what makes it suggestive. Slap. Like, could it fall off at any time? Oh, we don't yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. Maybe it will. Um, um, but going back to the whole sort of diversity thing and things yeah. changing, I feel like The Walking Dead is definitely going in the right direction. Yeah. That's pretty it, diverse as shows go. They've done really well, I have to say. Like, they they are definitely, like, way ahead in terms of, like, making sure that their cast is sort of uh, eclectic, diverse. Are these the right words? Probably. I'm going to use them. You know, they're mm-hmm. just it's just a mixed bag of... of people ages races genders it's like and and what I love about it is that it's not a big deal you know what I mean it's not a character trait like I've played characters before where they they, you know they've said like oh um this is your character she's a lesbian and that's the the character description and I'm like you know that's your sexuality isn't a personality trait it's like you know Mm -hmm. this isn't the most interesting thing about this person or it shouldn't be you know you should write a better character than that a more in-depth character than that so yeah I feel like with Walking Dead there they it's sort of by the by you know that somebody is if somebody's not white if somebody um gender is is fluid if somebody's mm-hmm. sexuality is uh unknown or not cis or whatever you know like mm-hmm. I, I think it's just it's just part of this story it's not yeah. a focal point and I think that's the key that's the key is Definitely. when you sort of just normalizing all of it like it's not it's just surprising how rare that still is isn't it like yeah, it is. It especially is. I find with commercial castings like as you say you'll get a breakdown for a character and it's like her role she is the girlfriend of this guy and you're like okay does she yeah. have any yeah sort of character traits in and of herself or yeah yeah it's really it's really um it's it's changed a lot and I think even in the like oh gosh what I've been doing this for maybe like 20 years mm-hmm. um is that right maybe not that long I don't know but anyway I've been doing it for a long fucking time and mm-hmm. I feel like things are changing like there's definitely progress being made but it also feels painfully slow at times you know like when, yeah. like, like yes, The Walking Dead is a phenomenal example of 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 um, diversity being sort of celebrated and used in the right way. But I can't name a bunch of shows that are doing it. It's still no. in the it's still you know in uh, in the few in the mi- mm-hmm. minority, not the majority of shows sort of really embracing that. Yeah, um, I don't know. I, I I I think there. I think it is changing, but it just does feel painfully slow at times. I have to say yeah um i've just made some pants to go with my bra oh, but how exciting <laughs> so i'm gonna make them a bit smaller because they're massive <laughs> <laughs> she's just got to cover that ass <laughs> just... also they're a weird mixture of like y fronts and a thong oh look perfect 
I mean, the, 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 the dream, the dream pant, the, the combination of the wife yeah. and the song. Yayoi Kusama. Yes, exactly. Sorry, I know that doesn't make it for a good podcast, me wandering off the mic. Um, no, no, so that was going to bug me. I'm glad um, you came back. <laughs> yeah, she just left and that was it. Oh and yeah, she, we've got her on the screen. She does those amazing, like big spotty yes. pumpkin type things. Yes. And you Love walk her. through the, um, she had like a whole room where you could like walk through um uh there were like mirrors reflecting everything yeah there she is yeah yeah yoi kusama she's so incredible um such a strong look as well with that bright red sort of bob yeah yeah cool lady such a cool lady like such a fan um and yeah i i think that's i just sort of i'm really somebody who's very much a follower when it comes to when it comes to artists i'm not somebody who like who like, you know, I'll see something that I'll, I'll, I'll like, or I'll hear about, you know, an exhibition that's going on and I'll go and, mm. um, I'll go and get involved. And I, uh, but I don't have, I don't even have a sort of in, I don't have like, like how I came across you. I think I just saw a picture that on Instagram, I think, what were you doing? Like when lockdown first happened, were you raising money for the NHS by, by selling your paintings? <laughs> Is that right though? Did I make yeah, that up? Yeah, no, I was. I was doing um, art for heroes. Yeah, That's there right. was like a campaign that someone set up. So I think I donated a drawing. Uh, yeah, which was raising money for the for the NHS. Okay, okay. Um, so like so, like something like that. Like I'd like stumble that. across yeah. that, and I'd be like, oh wow, like those are really beautiful paintings. They're like, oh my gosh, I really like that one. What's that? And then I'll follow the trail and I'll find you and I'll look at all your art and be like, wow, yeah. this is this is so beautiful. And and I suppose is well I suppose my question is this it's like I when I like stumbled across your work I was just like it drawn to it not through sort of any kind of um appreciation through like the head or like sort of you know into it was like it's a feeling it's just more like oh I really love that and I can't describe why or that makes me feel really nostalgic and I can't describe why you know what I mean and that's so nice thank you yeah no of course but I really mean it and I and I wondered if that's how a lot of art should make you feel um you know and if that's if that's a rule that other people have for how they connect to something if they just Mm. love it um and can't necessarily say why you know it might be by a really famous painter or really well-respected sculptor or whatever but but ultimately it's a piece that you have to look at and 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 be drawn to it and if you're buying it it's something you have to do yeah. part of your life every day so surely it should be how it makes you feel yeah definitely I would agree with that because yeah. there's definitely paintings and drawings that I can see and on like an academic level be like that's a really good painting and yeah. like the brush marks are very, like everything's very accurate or um you know it looks realistic it looks yeah. like a photograph or whatever but I can still feel like very detached from it so I would agree with you like I would want if I had something in my house, I would want it to be something that you know, I engage with on yeah. more than just like a, this is a good painting. Right, level. exactly. Yeah, like something that sort of just makes you f- like feel something. And and I think, mm. well, I know that that's what we've achieved with the with the commission that you've done for us. Because it's like, oh. I mean, it couldn't be more personal. And that's what's part of the joy of having the collaboration with you. It's just sort of like, I want to be able to look at something and 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 feel that feeling whatever it is that mm. we've created yeah whatever it is personal to you I want to be able to have that every time I look at I look at a painting oh, oh. Um, I'm so excited to see it in your house you have to send me a photo once it's up 
I cannot wait. He's going to cry. He's going to cry his eyes out. I hope so. (laughs) He's a real crier. So like you'll get, you'll get the full works. It'll be really good. Um, Yeah. But like, but yeah, in terms of like artists and and sort of having a favorite artist, I think Hmm. that's my roundabout way of sort of saying, I don't, I don't, I definitely couldn't sort of be like, oh, I really love this person, you know? Yeah. I, I sort of hear of the famous ones or hear of the exhibitions, you know, that I should go and see. And mm-hmm. like, yeah, you're Kusama, like, you know, we'll find somebody that I really connect with and go, oh my God, that's brilliant. Do you, do you have, you must have tons that you love. I've got, uh, no, I think I'm similar to you in that, you know, there's, I'll just see something on Instagram and follow that person or I'll see particular yeah. painters that I like. I really like a guy called Tom Hammock who, um, Tom Hammock. Okay. Yeah, he does sort of magical landscapes similar to Peter Doig, who's another one of my favourites. Um, but actually, I started following Tom Hammock on Instagram the other day, and then he followed me back and was like, "Oh, hey, like message me." And like, it's so weird with Instagram how you can be like, "Oh, you're one of my favourite artists." And I, I said, "Oh, yeah, I mentioned you on my podcast," and he was like, "Oh, great, you'll have to pop down to the studio." Like, <gasps> it's so weird how you can just then be in touch with someone that you're like a fan of their work. Yeah. Um, I love that though. Isn't so that yeah, kind that of would cool? be cool. Yeah, what a weird world we live in. It, it really is. If you is that is that the sort of the weirdest Instagram connection you've had? Have you had any like really uh, bizarre ones? I know it's all just pervy men, isn't it? Really, Instagram. <laughs> That's why when you were so apologetic about getting in touch, I was like, no, this is lovely and refreshing. <laughs> yeah, it's not a dick pic. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, uh, I, I on the whole, I have really. Um, I've always had really lovely experiences. I have to say, I'm very lucky. I think mm-hmm. um, m- mostly because uh, I think the fans that are like follow me because of Walking Dead stuff. Mm. Um, I mean, they're based all over the world. Of course, they are. It's a wide-reaching show, but like a lot of the fans seem to be in America. And so when mm-hmm. I'm here, my life is really like really, really, really separate. And yeah. if there are fans around here, I just sort of think like in general they don't really give a shit. Like nobody yeah, really cares. Good. Nobody really you know I never get kind of stopped or bothered or you know ever I think especially in London people are just so used to being like oh isn't that 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 girl off the telly or like I don't think anyone cares and I'm and I'm I'm you know and I think that's great like it really suits me just fine being like that Mm because um you know I I think I, I would get freaked out if it was any other way um in fact I know I would but um luckily I just don't have to worry about any of that kind of stuff yeah and uh, how is it being married to another actor that you met Hell. in a sh- <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you met in a play didn't you yeah we met um, at the RSC yeah 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 so quite a while ago now <clears throat> um 2014 maybe I think so yeah we met at the RSC we were doing Coriolanus um nice. that well-known hoot of a play yeah and uh, <laughs> and uh yeah and so um He's, what can I tell you about Trevor? He's Canadian. He's, uh, he's lived here. Um, he's actually half British, half Canadian, but he grew up in Vancouver, um, mm. but lived here a really long time. Um, and yeah, we've, that we, we met at doing that show, but we've actually worked together just r- randomly on quite a lot of things since, which has always been quite oh, nice. nice. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I guess that's quite handy that we can work well together because, you know, otherwise. And great for self-tapes having a oh my god like literally the, I, I have this conversation with him all the time we're like what do people do if you if you're not married to an actor yeah. and you have a kid how do you make self-tapes like how I, yeah, I literally possible. have no idea 
my kids just started dropping her nap. So she used to have like a two hour nap in the day, which was mm. the self tape window. Yeah. Like that was it, right? Like you're like, okay, that's when we make the self tape. And that's only because we know exactly when she's going for her nap. My husband's an actor. We've got the setup ready to go. We're yeah. on. But now she doesn't nap. And if you had, another, uh, you know, a, 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 your other half is like, just, I don't know, works in a shop. Like, yeah. and just, you know, it isn't comfortable with reading. I don't know what the fuck you would do. I know, like, impossible. Literally impossible. Like, well, I, just don't, I just don't get it. I think people just do that thing where they record themselves and like kind of talk to themselves. I think they do that. Yeah, a lot. I guess. Or try and get a friend who's an actor. But I mean, I guess a lot of people don't have yeah. that. I don't know. Well, and also um, with just like lockdown in general, it's been, although I suppose there'd be less tapes being made in lockdown in, in general. But I don't know. It's just, uh, I don't know how people do it. I, I've heard a lot of chat of people saying, you know, like, oh gosh, don't be married to an actor. Terrible. Oh my God. But actually. Very um, convenient at times. Yeah. Which is why I married him. It was very convenient. I just wanted to get a Canadian passport. <laughs> just needed someone who was good at self-tapes. Yeah. I just really needed some help with my self-tapes. Oh, do you have so. a Canadian passport? I Can actually you get don't, you know. But you've got Japanese yeah, so, and British? No, I'm what. See, I had to give up my Japanese passport too. So when you're in in the UK, you can have dual mm. citizenship. But I was born in Tokyo, but um, I had to give up my Japanese passport when I was 18, or was it 16? Oh, okay. well, it doesn't matter. But I had to give it up because um, in Japan you can't have dual citizenship. Like you have to pick. Really? Yeah, they won't let me be like Japanese and British. So like, if I wanted to keep my Japanese passport, I'd have to sort of forego my British one. Which obviously That's so is, brutal. Yeah, yeah. So I had to let it go, which was a real bummer. I gasped in the um, Spooks film where you get shot. I thought you were yeah. going to... And then <gasps> she's wearing a bulletproof vest. Yeah, Love man. It. That must have I, been fun. <laughs> it really was. Although it was quite distressing because we shot that on, um, on Waterloo Bridge um, yeah. which is one of my favorite places in London because you know you've got that such a cool view like of mm. everything on either side you've got the national and the London Eye on one side and then you've got like um houses of parliament and big Ben yeah. on the other and everything it's just great it's really busy you know that's like a really sort of central bridge like linking mm. to really popular sides of London and um when we were shooting it you know you can close down the streets to a certain extent but you can't you know, there's still people walking past. So like yeah. the whole idea was that it was shot a little bit like duh, 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 undercover, spook style, you yeah. know, people people walking past. And so like we'd just be walking along and then and then I'd get shot and like have to like be pulled back on this on this wire. And like <laughs> I think people were genuinely like, oh my God, there's been like some sort of awful yeah. terrorist attack on uh, on Waterloo Road. Waterloo Road? Waterloo Bridge. Waterloo Bridge. God that plane looks like this my yes. hey, can you see that yes i can okay i just can't get over her perfect perfect ass it's just a really good bump. but what about the candle yeah <laughs> okay can look at that? that beautiful and that's my neon spray it's perfect it looks like it's a sort perfect. of perfume advert doesn't it it does actually it's a really beautiful perfume altar there's lots of stuff, guys, if you want to check out more about candle magic. I'm sure you will, on Google, will give you a lot more uh, detail than I have been doing. But... I'd love it if just nothing came up. <laughs> this whole thing. It's just, uh, you've absolutely lost the plot. 
absolutely lost the plot. We should have just done a drawing of like stick men. I'm so sorry. I must love this so much. Am I the weirdest person you've had on? Be honest, Annie. I can Um, take it. You're not the weirdest person, but this is definitely the sort of strangest angle it's taken. And I've (laughs) I've really loved it. Oil or watercolour? Oil. Contemporary art or old masters? Contemporary art. Modern or period dance? Ooh, modern dance. Saviours or walkers? Oh, oh, blech. Um, walkers. Cuffs or crufts? <laughs> I'm going to go for cuffs. Dogs or cats? Controversial cats. Ooh. Portrait or landscape? Portrait. Can you separate the art from the artist? No. Tortured artist or rational MI5 agent? <laughs> um, oh, tortured artist. Talk about or think about art? Think about art. Private view or view of privates? View of privates. <laughs> painting from life, landscape or still life? Um, painting from life. That's a, th- a three option one. Life, landscape. Yeah, or- sorry. Painting from life, landscape or still life. So like a naked woman, a countryside or a tree? Naked woman, life. Life. First kiss? Yes. (laughs) Art or tech? Art. Art or books? Books. Art or food? Food. Is what you do art? Yes. And finally, dicks or pussies? Oh, that's so hard. But right now I'm going to say pussies. (laughs) (laughs) It's incredible. Um, I mean, normally we do like a mark out of 10 for commitment and technique. And obviously I have no idea how to mark this. <laughs> I'm going to give you 10 out of 10 for both because I don't know what we've just done, but I've absolutely loved it. And what you've created is beautiful and insane. And um... Annie, you're so kind and generous because I've just made you do something that is completely off topic. And I, and no, I don't it's even not at all. And I'm now I'm just I can't a believe I've never done this before. Oh my God, you're never going to do it again. But if you do, obviously call me. If you ever need some tips on wanking off your candles, then thank you. I'm your gal. Can I look at um, yours again? Yeah, you can. I've uh, blown the candle out because obviously I've got to give it to you. You've got to give it to your mum. It's um, so beautiful. So from that way around, boobs, bra, oh my God. pants. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, the other thing, you know, just, just to fully commit to my, um, my weirdness. Um, uh, project here that we've just embarked on the weirdness journey <laughs> you okay inhale my uh, pillow spray <laughs> <laughs> how was that for you she's Quite off her actually. face ladies yeah. and gentlemen. she's high as a kite yeah um, so when when this all kind of goes down and when, mm-hmm. the idea being if you lit your candle and it would all you know get into your altar pool around then you kind of got this this um plate oh, did I bring mine over I had one from earlier that I made Here's one I made earlier. And, and the idea being that you then, uh, you can keep it, like, you know, as a sort of keepsake or whatever, um, to remember what your intention was. Or I think traditionally, and I mean this sincerely, the witches used to go to a crossroads and bury it at a crossroads. Something about the energies of, of something going different in different directions and it being something about the cross where you, where you mm. go and, like, bury it there. And um, apparently if you go to lots of different crossroads, I mean, anything can technically, two roads crossing can be a crossroad. So maybe not any crossroad. 
Yeah. But all around the UK, you'll find a lot of uh, candle pools, altars. Really? Bottles, like that. Yeah, by people buried. Like they're everywhere. If you if you're looking, if you know what to look for, you'll be like, oh wow, actually, you'll suddenly see them everywhere. God, so many witches on the road. So many witches, mate. Yeah, yeah. Um, Eleanor, it's been an absolute <laughs> pleasure. <laughs> so nice to talk to you. Sorry, I'm such a weirdo. But did you enjoy it? Uh, I feel great. I feel like I want to um, do more art. I feel like, I'm sorry we didn't do painting because I probably would have learnt more from you. If no, I not at all. I'm glad. How to draw, but... This is not what I expected at all and I loved it. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you enjoyed the episode, then lead, up, then lead us, not into temptation. I meant to say leave us. Leave us a nice rating and review. If you want to see our creations from the episode, then we've posted photos on our Instagram and Twitter at Secret Art Pod. The beautiful candle I use in this episode is from a company called Trippy Tuesday, who pride themselves on body positivity. So check them out. They're on Instagram, trippychews.day. Eleanor's on Instagram at Eleanor Matsura. I'm at Annie McTweet on Twitter and at McGrath.Annie and at McGrath.Art on Instagram. I'm also selling Christmas cards on Etsy to raise money for NHS charities together. So check out my website, amagra.art, if you want to buy some of those. If not, have a lovely time, whatever you're up to. Until next time, goodbye. Secret Artists is a Turtle Canyon comedy production for Acast. Music by Alistair Clayton. Quickfire Round Music by Steve Dunn. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.